Good morning, Eugene. Hey, good morning. How you doing today? Mm, pretty good. I think I'm slowly waking up. Yeah, good. So uh, we kind of touched upon this topic last week, um, and uh, I wanted to see if you what you think about like bank fees when you pay for the bank account. Mm. Um, so I haven't, I remember when I first opened up my bank account, it was like tied to my parents, like the, like the junior sort of account. Mm-hmm. I think that it didn't have any fees cause I was tied to them. And, and for a very short amount of time, I think I paid like one or two months of bank fees with, I think it was Chase. I don't know. Cause like, I didn't have the, like the amount of money that you needed to be fee free. Mm-hmm. And then I think almost immediately, like that triggered me somehow. It was like a $7 a month fee. And I, I like, I called them and they refunded me. And then like, I closed that account and then I moved to Discover, which had no fees. And then once I moved back, I think I moved back to Chase. And I, at that point, had, I think it was like $2,500 or $1,500 that you needed to keep on there. Mm-hmm. No fees. So I never really had bank fees. Uh, the the only thing that I could, uh, maybe uh, a similar thing is I know some credit cards have fees and I've always been against credit card fees, but then I realized that sometimes the credit cards offer like benefits. Mm-hmm. And I haven't gotten any of those credit cards because they're very like travel focused and I'm not at the point where I care about travel, especially, you know, <laughs> during COVID. But a lot of my work friends have um, these, like, premier credit cards that you sort of have to like, keep keep getting them for, like, the mm-hmm. intro miles or, you know. And, and then you pay, like, I don't know, like $90 a year or something. But then you get a lot of benefits, like like TSA pre-check or, you know, whatever, whatever sort of, like, lounge an airport might have or... Yeah. Yeah, like stuff like that. So, I think there's, I think there could be a decent like value proposition for some credit cards to charge fees, but I haven't, I haven't like gotten into that yet. Um. Yeah. You know. So I also m- the majority of my cards, actually, probably most of them, except maybe for one or two, are free. Obviously, no, no fees. <laughs> But <clears throat> you okay? Yeah. yeah. But um, I do have an American Express. I've always kind of not always. Um, I've for a long time I've had the Delta, um, and I kind of increased and decreased the not ranking. What's the word? Um, oh, like your privilege or? Yeah, I guess the level of privilege or whatever. Is kind it, of over the I think it's actually called privilege. <laughs> okay. Oh no. Okay, cool. Um well whatever. So um so I think that I've kind of kind of increased and decreased kind of through over time. Um, you know, sometimes I went back to the lowest one so that I don't have to pay for it and stuff, but then recently I was offered a reserve upgrade um on one of my deltas um and I did it because like and it's much more a year I think it's like 400 bucks 
but I know that the travel is going to come back. Um, and, um, I've used some of the privileges before and I've, I've kind of ran the numbers and basically, um, when you, when I run the numbers to like for upgrading and, and, or buying tickets, like on Delta, for example, um, it's cheaper to buy and upgrade tickets using points than dollars. So like you can buy points with dollars, but it's actually a lot cheaper to just use the card and, um, uh, accumulate points and then uh, upgrade, you know, upgrade or whatever. Cause like I upgraded to first class a couple of times before COVID. Um, <laughs> Um, and it was fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, you don't feel it. You just spend points. You don't spend a penny in, you know, in your own money. Um, yes. Yeah. Like I know a lot of people that do this. I think it's also okay to, to like not worry about the financial part and do it just cause it's fun or just because you can so like again, if if you're like tight on money and you have to make this like family trip and you know you can open up a credit card and they'll give you some free points and you can like save money, you know, great, more power to you. Or if it's like a game, I know a lot of people, it's it's like an activity where people try to like optimize their cash back and they do coupons and I used to be on this thing where I had like different cards for different things and. I guess the closest thing I have now is that I have the uh, the Amazon card, so I get five percent back at Whole Foods and like Amazon, and then I have another card that does like cash back on dining. So I have like two primary cards, but I only carry the one because you know Amazon is just online. But I don't think there's anything wrong with like playing the points game. I think that I just like I was never into it, and it seemed like such a trivial amount of money that. I, I like couldn't I like couldn't get behind it, and I got my uh, I guess it was like a tax form or whatever it is for one of my cards, and I got like five hundred dollars back from like cash back. I was thinking, like that that's like a good amount of money if someone gives you five hundred bucks. That's that's nice, but like that was also like you know one percent of my purchases, or you know five percent or whatever that is. So I I guess I don't care if it's a small percent and it's not interesting to me it was fun. The, the the airlines thing i can really see the like the fun of it mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a challenge oh how can i get the maximum points do i buy it with the card and do i transfer there's a whole universe of like travel bloggers that like do this and some of my friends they write apps for themselves to like figure out what the best conclusion is <laughs> well, you know, they're just like programmers they have nothing else to do so they they write apps they have this whole they have this whole thing and it's it's exciting and whenever they talk about it i zone out so fast <laughs> like we start talking about it and i might as well like mute myself and just take a nap but i think if you're interested in it and it's it's not like I'll never get into this. I'm sure that if I'm exposed to these people for long enough, I'll also get into that, you know, adventure of getting points. But from like a money point of view, that's I, I don't think that's the sell. Because again, if I'm traveling a lot, like I'm obviously not money tight. <laughs> well, well, sometimes a company pays for it, no? 
uh, I don't like when companies pay for stuff. Why not? I had I had this one. It wasn't a bad experience. Um, I only got one like company paid thing. I had like a moving bonus when I moved from Pennsylvania to to New York, and and they gave me some amount of money, and I had to work there for two years for that to be like vest free. For, for, yeah, for like given. So if I quit like within a year, I'd have to pay back fifty percent. If I quit uh, before two years, I'd have to pay back like a smaller percent. And after two years, like they they forgot about it. And I stayed here for more than two years, so like it's fine. But I was so anxious for that entire time that I actually didn't spend. Like I always kept the entire amount because I was just worried that I would have to quit or something and have to pay them back. So that sort of anxiety. <laughs> um, I agree. It's not worth it. I agree. And like a lot Absolutely. of it is a lot of people. Like there, there's like a similar like education thing where I can like. A company can pay for some amount of like credits or something with education if it's work related. And it sounds good. And I don't see like a downside, but having that stress, like I, I can't, I can't do it. I agree. I don't think it's worth it. Um, often, and I typically, when, you know, when someone offers something for free, like I often consider it, like whether it's, it's worth, kind of owing them that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, <clears throat> I mean, like the moving bonus that I got, like it was really nice in hindsight. <laughs> you don't have free money. And like, I, I just happened, like I didn't stay at the company for that moving bonus, but once like my two years cleared and I got like the letter that like, Oh, good news. Like it's our two year anniversary. I, like I was very excited to have like gotten like a bonus two years ago, <laughs> and I, I mean it, it was nice. And I, I'm sure that if I like stayed at this company for like long enough for them to pay for my education, and I like took advantage of it, I think in hindsight that'd be really cool. Like, oh, I stayed at this company for ten years and they paid for my master's degree. <laughs> I think that would be in hindsight really cool. But signing up, not worth it. Well, I mean, if it's if it's nice and the company uh, is what you want anyway, so like I don't think it's like a lot of these like uh, debt forgiveness programs, uh, mm -hmm. like you know, get a college education and you go work in like an under underserved area or like healthcare or first responders or teachers or like whatever that those programs are for like debt forgiveness. Mm -hmm. A lot of people that I know they do those programs not for the debt forgiveness, but for like the, the service part of it where they feel good to like serve in these areas. But then I know a couple people that they don't make it through and then they sort of have to like realize that they were underpaid for years and years and years working at a job they didn't really like, and they still didn't get that debt forgiveness. And it's just, it, it it's, it's the worst feeling because you feel like someone like tricked you. Yeah. So I feel like you should always do what you want first. And if there's like a benefit, like, great, take the money. Like if you want to go to college and you want to stay at this company, like take the benefit, it's fine. But like, don't, don't stay at a job just because you might get debt forgiveness later. That's sucks. Yeah, I agree. Totally. Uh, I don't know how we kind of switched to, to debt forgiveness, <laughs> but, um, yeah, same thing with fees where, you know, do the thing because you like it. And if you get some percent back, like, great. Like, 
perfect. I'm not going to give back the $500 of cash back I got, but I didn't use that credit card for the cash back. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I agree. I agree. Um, you know, I'm a part of the Profit First Professionals Network. So like I paid the dues and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> and Profit First is a cash management system that Mike McCallowitz developed. Um, and it's kind of based on the envelope system. I don't know if I mentioned this, probably mentioned this before, but the reason I'm bringing it up is, is because the classic Profit First theory um, talks about finding Profit First friendly, quote unquote, banks. And <clears throat> what that looks like is banks that don't charge fees because like, um, you know, Mike doesn't believe in fees or whatever. Profit First doesn't believe in fees. But I actually disagree with that because because I'm on the other side of this. And the other side of this is that um, um, I'm, you know, when I do people's books, uh, if it's a more or less bigger bank, then the connection to QuickBooks is good and solid and works really well all the time. If it's a smaller bank, it may not even have the connection. And then I'm stuck doing this manually. Like, how is it worth it? You know what I mean? Like you're spending more, more money on my fees because I have to do this stuff manually. Um, so like, that's kind of where I deviate from the classic theory. And I just don't believe, I believe that if you, you know, I don't pay any fees on my banking on most accounts. I have like a number of businesses, but, um, on some I do, and it's okay. It's worth it for me to have it all in one bank uh, so that I'm able to transfer and all that. Like that's that convenience is much more valuable to me than the fees. Yeah, I think a lot of times when people like think about fees, they're trying to like economize. Yeah. And a lot of times if you're, I, I really don't want to say smart enough, but if you're smart enough to like figure out these like loopholes and like hoops you have to jump through to to pay no fees to get some extra cash back like you can probably go go use those skills to get a job that pays you enough that like you don't have to worry about like percents of things and again like for, for some things uh, like they offer premium services like uh you know you get this card and you get access to this club house in the airport or something like cool yeah. really exciting i'm sure it's very nice to you know pay for 20 dollars drinks at 6 30 in the morning but like sure do it but i think a lot a lot of this like cutting like 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 saving pennies on the dollar for like inconvenience is is frustrating and and if you're if you actually need those pennies or those percentages, like maybe you have a different problem. <laughs> I agree, and sometimes I think that it has to do with the mindset of thinking small. Mm -hmm. That's at least that's my experience. And then sometimes I catch myself in the same thinking. I'm like, oh, I don't want to give him like X. Um, he doesn't deserve it. But then at the same time, like it costs me like twenty bucks, and it would make him feel good. This this person I know, um, <clears throat> it would mean something to him. So I'm like, fine, like whatever. So I catch myself thinking that. And I think that, and I've certainly lived in a mindset of thinking small for, for a number of years. But I think that's who, normal because yeah. I think at some point me and you and like a lot of people, they go through, I don't want to say poverty, but like where money really does matter. Yeah. And, you know, 70 bucks here or there, like it might not make or break you, but very close. 
And I've had times where, yeah, like a hundred bucks would have made my month really better. And, and, and I think that once you get out of it, if you're not in that like space anymore, it's hard to give up those old habits of economizing or looking for these deals. And if, if you're not having a good time and you are in a financial situation where you can afford to like, you know, airplanes travel or like have bank accounts or like, I mean, of course you shouldn't pay fees that aren't like worth it. Like a lot of companies, they do charge really dumb fees for no reason. And you can get a same, like the same service for free at a different place. Like great. But I, I, I don't know. I think if you like the service and you're doing it or using the service for, for reasons other than the fees, I think it's fine to just use the stuff you like. I agree. Totally. Totally agree. Um, so yeah, so I think that's kind of a personal choice, but at the same time, like to me, like the past few years, I've maybe the past five years or more, I've gotten to a point where convenience and time saving is more important than money. And that's, and that's like your personal situation like right now. So like later, or with a different um, like economy, a different world, you might find yourself back to where, hey, you know, if I do these things, I might get like a, like I'm thinking of uh, the, the timeshare talk where you get like a free uh, lift pass. <laughs> and I've done one of these. And at the time, it was really nice because we listened through some nonsense. And they gave us these lift tickets and we couldn't afford it. We, we couldn't have afforded to do the trip because of this and maybe that wasn't 100 percent true but it was like a nice thing where you give up some time for this benefit and that felt really good would i do it again honestly probably because like i don't know i like sitting in meetings watching people sell me stuff and and then you get this reward but yeah, I think it's situational and everyone's sort of in a different place, but I find myself paying for all sorts of stuff that I wouldn't consider like financially worth it. But if I ever get to the point where, you know, those fees start mattering to like my bottom line, like I know exactly what I have to cut. Like I, I can go from paying way too much for all these things to having a budget of basically nothing. And I know like exactly like which things I need to cut if... Like if I lose my job, if some like horrific thing happens, it, yeah, I don't know. I th I think that people should sort of know about their finances and not cut corners when they don't need to, but also know that your situation might change. And if you do need to start like tightening up your budget, you need to know where the excesses are. Yeah, absolutely. And for that, you have to track it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's uh, number one. You have to like know about your own situation. Yeah, and I think that's where a lot of people don't. Um, I could really recommend un unconventional. I don't know if so. So what I, I I used to do Mint a lot, which like tracks all of your like financial accounts. It's the same Intuit company. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now I've. I mean, I still I still sometimes look at it, but my my biggest way of tracking all of my stuff now has been my password manager, where I open up. The, it's like a it's like a place that stores your like username and password for all the different accounts, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I I can open it up and I have like a finance section and an entertainment section and 
that's become this weird life managing thing where I like if I need to save two hundred bucks a month, I can I can go through all of my accounts and just and just close them because all of the accounts that I have are in one place, the password manager. So that's that's a free life hack for everyone. Use a password manager. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think it's, it's a great, um, I think it's a great, uh, great idea. Um, I also have a password manager. I don't think I split it into sections, but, um, it's kind of can serve as your like check, check, not checkpoint, but, um, it's a place where all your stuff is and you can like very quickly see everything that you do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think that it's a it's an interesting idea. I've not considered that. <laughs> yeah, set it up. We can talk about it. Well, I have a password <laughs> manager, but I think it has has a capability, and I pay for it. Um, I, I think it has a capability to do this. I'll have to check. But anyway, um, great talking to you. Have a great rest of your week. Yeah, see you later. I'll talk to you next. All right, bye.